The riflemen of the 95th were extended on the flanks using cover of outcrops and low, dry stone walls, keeping the voltigeurs at a distance. They could form rallying squares if necessary. It was at this time that Captain Norman Ramsay's troop of guns, who had unlimbered and were firing off shots rapidly to keep the French at a distance, delayed too long, and were cut off and surrounded by the French. The light division now had to rescue Ramsay's horse artillery. Ramsay gave the order to limber up and mount, and in a furious gallop, rode in what became known as the artillery charge through the French horsemen. With sabres drawn and flashing pistols, they charged the French. The horses' nostrils flared, eyes bulging. The race was on. The gunners' heads bent over their horses' necks, limbers and six-pounders rattling and bouncing, wheels bouncing, they bounded to safety, scattering the astonished French. Captain Brotherton's squadron of the 14th Light Dragoons rode up at the pursuing French cavalry and, with the assistance of the royals, the 1st Dragoons drove them off, in the process capturing Colonel Lamotte and some other prisoners. Colonel Charles Stewart, the adjutant-general, led this charge bravely, which enabled Ramsay's troop to reach the Allied lines. Meanwhile, the 16th Light Dragoons and 1st Hussars, faced with overwhelming numbers of French cavalry, dismounted rapidly and, with their mounts, sought safety in the Light Division's squares. After a stop-start march in perfect mobile squares covering a distance of about three miles, all reached the safety of the Allied lines and the guards opened their line to allow them to pass through. It was drill-manual perfection, and all who witnessed it expressed unbounding praise. As John Kincaid wrote, the execution of our movement presented a magnificent military spectacle, retiring through with the order and precision of a common field day. And no doubt Major General Crawford's reputation was restored and even enhanced and the coa forgiven. This time the commanding officers did drink his health. Wellington's plan to deny Messina his last remaining prize in Portugal was only partially successful. All the hard fighting, especially by the light troops at Fuentes, was nullified by the neglect of duty by a subordinate and incompetent officer. Wellington sent written orders to Major General Erskine to block the only escape route from Olmeda with his 5th Division. Erskine, about to dine and afterwards play cards, stuck the orders unread in his pocket. Meanwhile, Brenier and his Olmeda force effected a perfect escape as Erskine got drunk and incapable. The blame was eventually diverted from Erskine to one of lower rank and social position, causing disgrace that ruined a man's honour.